Welcome to Sparking Wholeness, where we talk all things related to nutrition for mind, body, and soul. I'm your host, Erin Carey. I'm a survivor of bipolar disorder and a self-proclaimed nutrition nerd who loves asking why. As a certified integrative nutrition health coach, my goal is to help people find balance, and I want to help you find ways to spark wholeness in your life. For more information, check out sparkingwholeness.com or on the Instagram handle, Sparking Wholeness. And now, get ready for today's awesome show. Hey, everybody. I am here today with Erin Carey, and we have such a fun simulcast. And we are going to be recording a show together talking about planning for the new year. Now, whether you're listening to this podcast, you know, before the new year has started or after the new year has started, or you come back and pick it up because you're like, oh, no, now the new year is upon us, you will be covered because we're going to talk about how to put health and fitness right up in there with your daily to do's as making kids lunches, doing your laundry. Why wouldn't we need to be on our own to do list? Erin Carey, this is so much fun. Like, are you on your own to do list? Uh, yes, I am. <laughs> I no, Well, I try, I say that I try to be, and that's why I'm really excited that we're talking about this today, because I do think that the new year creeps up on us, no matter <laughs> what's going on, because life is just this year, 2020 has been crazy and life has just been going by so fast. And so I think it's important to start planning out no matter where we are. And I definitely, you know, it's so funny. You just asked that am I on my own to-do list? And now I'm thinking to myself, I said yes, but maybe no. So maybe we should talk about how we can make that happen because I like to think that I am, um, but I'm not always scheduling it in regularly. Well, no, I can tell you, I'm looking right at my planner right now. Order ads, post odes, CT audio, motherhood, edit, 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 CT videos, spin doctor, you know, like what? Like all these things that I'm doing for other people, you know, and that's just my work list, but that doesn't mean that, you know, like take your vitamins. Like I, I've Mm -hmm. been doing this thing, Erin, which is I'm using a special paid app that didn't promote for today's show. So we're not going to give their name, but Mm -hmm. I use this paid app and it was worth, at first I thought it was so expensive. It's like, you know, 20, 30 bucks. I'm like, oh, this is crazy. But what it allows me to do is go from my computer to my phone, to my tablet, at wherever I am, and I can sort the to-do list. Cause I don't know about you, but I have to-do lists for my kids. Each one has a chore list. My dad has his list. I have to remember, you know, dad, did you take this medicine? Did you do this? Whatever, you know, all these, all these moving parts. And um, I realized that I had to be one of those moving parts because I wasn't, I could tell you what my kids need, what meds my dad's taking, what we're having for dinner, all these things. But then I couldn't remember, like, did I take my own medicine this morning? I don't think so. That's interesting. And I think if we're talking about the same app, I think I have the same app (laughs) and I do have it divided into categories between podcasting, coaching clients, writing that I'm doing and projects that I want to add on there and my family. Um, I've got it all on there, but I don't have, I need a category for Aaron. Yes. <laughs> for Aaron's health, Aaron's holistic well being, right? Like, because I don't, and I, yeah, I have my kids on there and I can add in things that I need to do for my daughter for her school schedule to get her ready. She's registering um, while we are at the time that we're recording this, she's registering for the upcoming school year for her class. 
classes. And so I like, am you know, on that, making sure she gets registered, but yeah. What about me? And what about what I need to be doing personally for my own health and well-being? That's, that's a really good thought. It is, it is. And, you know, it was one of the reasons that I got certified in, in fitness and started teaching fitness classes, because I know this sounds awful, but if it was up to me to go to my own fitness class, maybe I would go, maybe laundry would win, maybe dinner would win, maybe, you know, my kids would win and I wouldn't go. But if I'm hired and paid to go teach, well, work in my mind takes precedence. So I will go there and teach a class because I'm obligated and getting paid, but I wouldn't do that necessarily just because I need it for my own health. Yeah, no, that's so true. And I, it's interesting because at the beginning of when everything first shut down in March, I started laying out in my calendar, like, this is the day that I'm going to do this workout. This is the day I'm going to, and I I stuck to it for a while, but then real life started creeping back in and I didn't stick to it as much. And recently I have a friend, she's also a health coach and she put up a challenge. And I thought this was really good that every week she tries to get in two strength training sessions, one cardio session and one yoga session. And I'm like, wow, that would be pretty doable to add that into my calendar, you know, cause I don't teach fitness classes. I have to be <laughs> self-motivated and do it on my own, but it changes. The time always changes during the day because I don't know what my schedule will be like between the kids things and my own things and all of that. So I I think that that is a really good doable way to at least know you're going to have like these four days a week planned out for these four categories of workouts. But then for me, it's, it's fitting in the timing and making sure it, it happens, you know, at the time that I need for it to, one of my things is I, I think I function a lot better when I work out first thing in the morning and that totally sets the tone for the rest of my day. And I love doing it that way, but it just is not always realistic. So if I can, I want to plug in my workouts first thing, but lately again, stuff happens and I'm not as consistent. So how do you, do you have a consistent time that you have set up that you work out every day or every other day or whatever your system is? Well, the, my scheduled classes are easy. You know, like those are no brainers, like right. Saturday morning at eight 30, I'm there. That's what I'm doing. You know, Friday at eight 30 and then Monday at 5 PM, you know, it's weird. And, and you're right. Like I can tell you from, you know, teaching morning and night classes, my morning classes do a lot better. I get more done during the day. I get really slow starts when I don't have a morning class. Now, the neat thing about the night class is my night class. I have to leave the house at four 30 to get there by five, that was always my slump time. That was where I'd reach for snacks or chips or a, you know, a diet soda or something like that. And then it powers me through the rest of the evening. So by nine o'clock, I'm like, you know, I'm ready to go to bed by nine o'clock. My body's tired. I'm relaxed. Um, sometimes if it's an early morning workout, I'm really dead by five o'clock. Like I'm I'm yeah. done. <laughs> I still have to make dinner and like, you know, kind of do some things after, um, after my, you know, after my work day, you know, cause we have our own projects and things we're working on. So I think, yeah, I do have a better workout in the morning. I have a better day. If I work out in the morning, I tend to get up in the morning and get a bunch of stuff done and then leave the house at 8.30. And I will tell you, if I don't leave the house at 8.30 and work out from 8.30 to 9.30, it most likely won't happen that day. 
because that means one of those days is just all stacked up and all messed up. So I do have a target goal of working out from 8.30 to 9.30 every morning. And again, from five to six. Now, sometimes I don't do either. Sometimes I do both. You know, if I didn't do the day before, I'll do the next one. But I also found a way to multitask some of these things. And, you know, I'd like to share with you the multitasking. But before we do, I'd like you to thank our sponsor for today. Absolutely. And today's podcast episode is sponsored by Indeed.com. You know, the word resilience means the capacity to recover quickly from difficulties. This is as crucial in business as it is in health. So if you're in charge of hiring, it should be in every job description. Whether you're ready to make your next important hire or need some rehiring tips, Indeed is here to help. Indeed.com is the number one job site in the world because Indeed gets you the best people fast. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need, you can pause your account at any time, and there are no long-term contracts. Plus, Indeed provides powerful tools to make your search that much easier, like sponsored jobs, which are shown to be three and a half times more likely to result in a hire. With 73% of online job seekers visiting Indeed each month, Indeed is going to get you the important hire you need, just like they have for over 3 million businesses. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at indeed.com slash podcast. This is their best offer available anywhere. Go right now to indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Offer valid through December 31st. That's so great, Erin. I think Indeed is such a great company. Um, You know, we were talking about multitasking and one of the multitasking things that I tend to do If it's a strength training day, I will put on, instead of using music, because honestly, music doesn't motivate me when I'm lifting weights. It really motivates me doing cardio, running, dancing, Zumba, spin, things like that. I will put on something that I want to learn. Like right now I'm taking this writing course and they have an audio version of it. So I listen to the audio version. So I'm learning while I'm working out. And yes, I know multitasking, you don't do either one particularly well, but seriously, as a juggling mom, it's better than nothing. You know, like it means I don't have one hour just to dedicate to my class and I don't have one hour just to dedicate to working out. So doubling up some of those things, um, I tend to do books on tape. Now, do I get the best cardio when I do books on tape? Absolutely not. (laughs) But if I'm tired and I'm not going to ride a lot, then, you know, if I just want to do 15 miles in an hour, you know, that's a, that's a low, easy ride for me, then I will listen to an audiobook and learn something that I want to learn or watch something that I want to learn. I put my iPad on my spin bike and I, I catch up on my TV. Now, if I really want good cardio, I have to use a playlist. So those are just kind of the things that I do, but I do need to double up. 
Yeah, no, that's a good point because I think that's a big concern for a lot of people is like, well, I just don't have time. I just don't have time to work out. I don't, I can't add this in. And I mean, I think sure I, there are, we do pack our schedules very full these days. And, you know, depending on if you have a newborn at home, you know, it's really hard to motivate yourself to wake up at six, six thirty in the morning to work out. So I get that I've been there. I've been in all of those stages, but for me, I do consider a lot of times my cardio, or even if I'm just walking or running lightly jogging, that's kind of my professional development time because I put on my podcasts or any training that I want to listen to or any, you know, new nutritional philosophy that I'm into at the time. That's something, especially right now, um, it's kind of cooler outside, you know, I'm in Texas and our summers are awful for being outside. It just gets really hot. And so with the weather cooling down and having my perfect running weather is fifties and sixties. That's when I love to be outside. And that's pretty average for our winters in Texas. Sometimes we get lower. Sometimes we get a really warm, you know, 85 degree day, but for the most part, when I can hit that 50 to 60 degree range, that is a great time for me to be outside running. And I'm telling you, it is so hard to get back into running after taking some time off from running, but I do like having, I will load up my playlist with, you know, whatever I want to listen to at the time that's educational for me. And that's motivating too, because I'm listening to some talk about health while I'm trying to work on my own health running. And, you know, after that, I feel like, okay, I've accomplished something. And sometimes I even pause, I'll go sit. We have a little pond by my house and I'll go sit and I will work on my to-do list there because that is my time away from my kids. So I get a chance to work on my to-do list or I can you know, plan. Sometimes I'll get these ideas. You know, I know you're an idea person too. I'll get all these ideas of things I want to do or things I want to write or things I want to have a podcast about whatever it is. And I'll plan that out while I'm running. That is my idea time, you know, or walking. Sometimes I just walk because like I said, it has been harder for me to get into running. I'm kind of doing this whole, like three minutes running, three minutes walking, slowly easing back into it. But yes, definitely making it a multitasking session helps me because then I don't feel like I'm, you know, taking time out of the day when I need to be doing other things. Well, so, yeah. that's, that's one of the, the things about, you know, I don't always run on the treadmill. I don't always spin really fast on the spin bike, you know, and I find that a lot of times I'm walking and the more fit I get, I don't mind running, you know, cause I do, I do kind of a combination. I walk a little bit and then I run a little bit and I'm like you, I live in Southern California, but I live in the mountains. So it can either be like broiling hot or freezing cold. And, mm -hmm. um, but I think the mental process of stepping outside of your house, and even if you're not going to run, like, like I'm not going to run today, but I will walk and putting on something to listen to might be really annoying for you in the morning. But one of the things that I found too, Erin, is I return certain phone calls from my walk. If it's not super windy and I have my, you know, my earphones on, or sometimes I actually wear the one with the little boom mic um, with the noise canceling. And I will walk as long as it's not a windy day because I have calls to return. I have, and a lot of calls I have to return are voice messages. Mm 
Yeah. And that's really annoying to sit down and get people's voicemail over and over and over. So if I have a lot of messages to leave, or I think they're going to be messages, or I have friend calls to return, I will actually make sure that I return those friend calls, either walking around my house, yep. it's not nice outside, or I'll be walking around. And, you know, this is the other thing that Dr. Lori Shemek of Fatflammation taught me. When I will go to my kids' events, like the soccer games, I actually walk around the soccer field. You know, I don't just plunk down a chair with a bag mm -hmm. of chips. I used to, but I don't anymore. And I make sure that if it's not something that I have to be sitting for, that I'm moving. I'm up, I'm walking around, I'm taking my steps because everything adds up. Yeah, staying in motion. That's so huge. And I and that goes for even like, I, I like to get my kids out of the house. We've got lots of really cool parks in our area and a whole bunch have been popping recently. Um, and so I, I thought, well, if I go and take them, I want to make sure that I'm walking, you know, or sometimes I'm running hills or going back and forth, you know, and then they can join in. But yeah, that's a really good point that just take making use of the time that we have, because being outdoors is anti-inflammatory. You know, when we go outside, it is really beneficial for our health. And so you add in the bonus of movement at the same time. And that's like a two in one <laughs> deal wow. that we're getting. So yeah, no, I, I agree. And I think if I can multitask and get other things done, just because there's, there are only so many hours in the day to do the things we need to do. And I don't want to use that excuse of, oh, I just don't have time. I just don't know. I just, because it is, it, part of it is a motivation thing where if you say, or, or, or a mindset thing, right? Like if you say you don't have time, of course, you're not going to have time. Right. But I have plenty of time to scroll Facebook. You know, I have right, plenty exactly. of time to look at people's stories on, or what's the new thing everybody's doing? The Instagram Reels. Those are all sorts of fun and such a time suck. <laughs> so yes. I have plenty of time for that, so I can make time to do these other things. It really is about where our headspace is. I mean, and that goes that goes for everything. Like even like planning food for the new year and planning for what, what are these health goals that we set up or these eating goals, or I'm going to give up this for this amount of time. It's more about that. What is it that Henry Ford said, whether you think you can, or you can't, you're right. Right. <laughs> it's that's part of it. It is. Well, and I think, you know, like, I think we've all seen enough of the, you know, if you prepare, you know, your meals, otherwise you fail. Like it's, yeah. I mean, like, duh, we all get that. I think one of the things that I'm committed to though, and I did pretty good this year, I would say I probably made it like 40 out of the 52 weeks, which was my Sunday cook down, like my Sunday cook down, you know, and I, I, I'm so into it now because I, I have like, you know, all of my, you know, containers that I measured the inside of my fridge to make sure that they fit four across, mm -hmm. you know, and I got rid of all the odd shaped ones that didn't fit. And yeah, it was a little bit of money. It was, I think, 20 or $30 to buy the containers, but Aaron, they all fit in my fridge, like lined up like little soldiers. And oh. um, I'm kind of down to, you know, like I make quinoa, I make the brown rice. Like I don't need to make that every night. I can make one big pot, put it in a tub or a bag and stick it in the fridge. And so that Sunday cookdown really helped me a lot. And I actually, I gave myself this little reward. I, I said, okay, if I do this for 20 consecutive weeks, 
I'm going to buy myself a little, like little cheapy TV, you know, one of those smart TVs, but it's small. Mm -hmm. So it sits on my countertop where I do all my chopping, my food prep. So I actually catch up on shows. I will catch up on some of my online classes. I'll watch that while I'm doing, because I mean, when you're peeling food for four people, when you're chopping apples for lunches, you know, all these routine things that we do, um, I'm there for like a good two hours and I can put a roast in, I can put a chicken in, I can put, you know, all these things and I can be boiling eggs at the same time for egg salad. And I can be chopping up the celery and the lettuce and the onion. So I can make a chicken soup and I can make a tuna salad and I can make an egg salad. It's amazing how much food I prepare in three hours for the week, but I'm also watching something and enjoying yep. it at the same time. Yeah. And I, and that goes back into that multitasking and do, I do the exact same thing. I love that. Now I will say, I haven't been as um, consistent with it as, as it sounds like you have been, but definitely our weeks that we have um, we have a homeschool co-op that we meet with every Monday. And so the Sunday before that, that's typically when I will start prepping everything because during the week, if I don't have vegetables cut and sliced and prepped, I am going to go for the bag of chips first, yep. you know, because that's just easier. And so definitely the prepping makes a big difference, but I think what I need to do in the new year is, is just be more consistent with it and add more variety because that's what I'm constantly telling when I work with clients, I'm always talking about having at least five vegetables a day, starting there, you know, like that's a great starting point. Start yeah. with five different vegetables a day, work up to it. Ideally you want like five different vegetables with each meal. Um, maybe not counting breakfast, but yeah, but it, at least that starting point is good. But if I am not doing that for myself, you know, then I'm going to have an afternoon where I have my kids <laughs> chicken nuggets for lunch with, you know, I don't know, like a protein shake or, you know, like I just, it's so easy to get caught up in whatever these old patterns are of comfort food, you know, and, and instead of just like going, okay, I'm going to plan this and prep this while my brain can handle it. That's the other yeah. thing, right? Like while I have the brain space on a Sunday where I have this time, that's a much better time to do it than on a Tuesday when I'm rushed because I have to take this kid here and this kid there. And what am I going to eat? Well, I guess I'm just going to have a handful of chips again for lunch. Like that's, right. that's not a good, that's not a good way to do it. No, I mean, and I think that's true of all of us. We're all, every mom, especially working moms is, I just think every mom falls prey to cleaning up what's left over on the food because you don't want to waste it. Like, you know, your yep. kid eats half a sandwich, you eat the other half, you know, like, you know, even though you just ate, you know, yeah. I found myself, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, doing some of these things. But the other thing I find too, is if I'm really stressed and frustrated, like we get those, we have those weeks and I'm like, I just, I don't want to cook the vegetables. I don't want to clean them. I don't want to do any of this stuff. I will take a bunch of frozen vegetables and I will grind them up in my, my blender and throw a couple pieces of apple in there. And maybe a little bit of, I like to put the, um, one of those like drink mix packages in there, you know, the they're full of chemicals and colors, and, but they taste good, you know, but yeah. I will throw that in there and I will grind that sucker up down to nothing. And it's like swamp juice. But I will throw that back because honestly, I could do shots in college so I can shoot this. <laughs> and that's what I think about. It's like people go, oh, God, it's a green juice. Like I couldn't possibly do that. But like, I guarantee you, you could pound shots when you were in college. So I look at it like that and I put it down and I'm like, okay. And I'm like, look, like down it goes. But at least something good is going in my body. 
Mm-hmm. And because when you're feeling like crap and then you put crappy food in your body, like you're just going right down that rabbit hole. Yeah, for sure. And, and that's where I'm not going to name any names, but a popular coffee chain <laughs> had recently came out with the next thing, right? Like the next drink that they're promoting. And I'm seeing it on all the commercials. I'm seeing it all. And I was like, yeah, you know, I'm going to try that out. I drove by there. It was a day that I didn't fuel myself well for lunch and I was still kind of hungry, but also I thought this would just be a great boost from, you know, a little bit of caffeine. That'll be awesome. You know, I typically don't like to have caffeine after two because it will keep me up at night, but this was like that 1231 o'clock range. So I thought, okay, I'm going to do this. So I got it. And I'm telling you back to your point of if you're already feeling like crap and putting crap in, it's not going to (laughs) help. I felt so much just brain drain after that. And I had, it had caffeine in it, but it's like whatever sweeteners, they, whatever the kinds of sugar and, you know, quote, natural flavors they use who, which, you know, we don't, that could mean anything, right? Like it, it left me feeling so blah and yuck and tight. Like I was like, man, I need a nap. And I just had a caffeinated beverage. It doesn't make sense, but it's because I was just putting crap on top of already feeling rushed and stressed. And so yeah. it is what we put in our bodies really does make a difference in how we feel. And I always have to think that to myself when I'm in that moment of stress going, I just need to grab something quick because otherwise I, I I've got to think about how I'm going to feel in three hours, you know? Right. Um, and a lot of times the best thing for me is I'll, I'll have quick protein shakes that I mix up with, you know, like almond milk or coconut milk or whatever it is that we have at the time. And that is the best way for me to think like, okay, I'm having something sweet, but this is not going to make me have brain drain afterwards. And this is not going to make my stomach hurt afterwards. Like some, some things can that are overly processed and junky. And so, yeah, so I'll, that's kind of my go-to when I don't know what else to have. And when I'm in a hurry and when I just need to, or if I haven't prepped well, but, um, like I said, my goal is to prep better. Yeah. (laughs) And have more things on hand. Like I find myself, I'm making my own kefir now. Um, you know, and I did buy, you know, I bought like store-bought kefir, like maybe four or five weeks in a row. And then I'm like, wow, this is really expensive. And Mm -hmm. then I went on YouTube and and thought, wow, look at this. I could do this. Like I seriously could do this, Erin. So that's part of my Sunday prep. And I only have to do it once a month because I can make four bottles at a time, then just stick them in my fridge. And I will find that when I put kefir in my shake in the morning, like I put it in my protein shake, like it goes like, you know, like, and then I put the powder on top and then I just use water. Um, I don't know what's in the kefir, but I swear it makes me high for like the first 15 minutes. I feel so good. <laughs> I think it's just a dose of probiotics. It is the probiotics. That's so, that's so, you know, I've never made, now I've made my own sauerkraut. I've made fermented vegetables, but I haven't done kefir. So I might, you might have to send me whatever recipe it is that you're using. Cause I'm like, it's so oh, easy. Like you go do something else and your kitchen is warm or you live in a warm climate. It's super easy. And it makes you feel good. And that's the other thing too, is it's like, whether it's a placebo effect or it actually is what's making you feel good. It doesn't matter. That's great. That's um, because we do. And and especially when we are stressed, we, it really does break down our gut microbiome and it really does deplete some of those good, that good bacteria that we need to have for our immune system, for our happy, you know, neurotransmitters for all of that. And so um, that's, yeah, that's really important to be 
loading yourself up on, on probiotics during times like that. Yeah. I need to get back into making sauerkraut. I really like making it with, um, purple cabbage, purple cabbage, or I guess it's red. Some people say purple. Some people say red. I don't know, but that color makes me really happy either way. Yes. <laughs> and it's a lot crunchier than the regular green cabbage. Yep. So back into that. Um, I don't well, I, you can control it too. Like I'm German and my family's German. So we actually have a sauerkraut crock and, um, oh. it's really fun because, you know, you can eat it crunchy, like the first week, you know, you don't have to wait till mm-hmm. it gets all slimy and slippery. Like my kids, especially we eat it about week two or three is when it's our favorite. Cause it has some crunch to it, it has some bite to it. And, um, you know, it's just really, it's really healthy. And some of the juice that's in there, Aaron, I'll throw that in my shake as disgusting as that sounds <laughs> like you don't even taste it, but you got yeah. all that, like probiotic goodness all swimming around in there. Um, you know, all that liquid, you know, I watched one of my friends pour it all out. I'm like, no, like like you're pouring out all good stuff in there. So, you know, throwing, Mm -hmm. throwing a little bit of these things in a shake that you don't even notice. It's pretty cool. Yeah, no, I love doing that. And the other thing about that liquid from the, whether it's sauerkraut or pickles, I recently learned, and this is like, duh, I should have done this a long time ago, chopping up fresh veggies and putting that in that liquid when the pickles, and these are even like the store-bought pickles that you can get when you, you know, the kosher pickles or whatever it is, you can reuse that brine and put the veggies in there. And it's like, you're just redoing the, the, the veggie, the pickling, I guess. Um, and it's, that's really good. And it's also good to marinate chicken in. I found that out recently. Oh, I didn't know that. I'm going to try the chicken thing. That sounds really good. So there are lots of uses. Yeah. For, for that extra brine from sauerkraut or pickles or whatever it is, veggies, whatever you have in there. Yeah. Yeah. I find like some of the things that I do too, that really help me during the week, Um, because, you know, we can talk about planning all we want, but if you don't feel you have enough time, that's a problem. And I want to talk a little bit, like, we're not going to get into Einstein's theory of relativity and this theory of time, but (laughs) I am going to share with you guys a little bit of, of mental tips with time, because time is truly relative. And if you've ever been taking a test, and worry that you're not going to have enough time, how fast does that clock hand go? It seems like it's going so fast. Mm-hmm. And if you think back to like the last couple of days of school and you're waiting for school to get out or, and they seem endless, like, Oh, come on. You know, it's like, it just, it just never ends. Or sometimes one of my, I like one guy speaker at church. I, I'm like, every time he comes in, I'm like, Oh, not him. <laughs> it's going to add a whole half hour to church. And I like to get my church in and out and, you know, get in, get on my way. Um, <laughs> but when he steps up there, I swear the, the church is 10 times longer. Now it's my perception. So one of the things that happened um, a couple of years ago, uh, one of my friends told me to do this. I tried it. It worked. And I encourage everybody else to try it is when you get up in the morning, say, I have more than enough time to do what I need to do today. When you start getting frazzled and like, you know, pulled in 10 directions, I have more than enough time to get what I need to do done today. And if you keep telling yourself that you have more than enough time, like I will find myself even saying it out loud. I'm like, Oh, what am I going to do? I have more than enough time to do what I need to do today. Like, I just programmed myself. Mm -hmm. But when you do that, it does feel as if time slows down and you somehow 
get back all that time you spent worrying, like, and you make better decisions. Like when I started on radio, Aaron, and people are like, okay, you're going to do four hours sometimes a day. I was like, you're out of your cotton pick in mind. But <laughs> now I realize the 15 minutes in between shows in that 15 minute period of time, I can throw in a load of laundry. I can change the laundry. I can run something upstairs. I can quickly vacuum. Like I look at my watch now and I think in lieu of my old days, which was a five or six minute break. Now I roll 15 between my shows. I can get a lot done during that time. I can do squats. I can do yep. <laughs> my jumping jacks. I can do planks. I can do burpees. I mean, it's amazing what you can throw in there. You can put your take a calf nap, my favorite calf nap, drink a little caffeine, lay down for 15 minutes, but just set your alarm because otherwise you sleep through all your meetings. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. Ooh, I really like that. I, what is it? I have more than enough time to do what I need to do today. I have more than that, enough time to get what I need get, done today. I like that. Yeah. And what's interesting. So I've been playing around with a new strategy called tapping. I don't know if you're familiar with tapping. Is that the and, MT or EFT yes, or whatever? Yes. And that, and, and saying things like that have been helpful for me when I'm getting worked up and stressed about whether it's time or whether it's um, just, you know, the world right now. <laughs> <laughs> and things that and things that make me mad or um you know recently and I've I've talked about people are probably sick of hearing me talk about this I've talked about this on my show recently quite a bit but I've had some hormonal changes happening um you know because it happens <laughs> and it's like it's a way for me to process and tell myself things and with the tapping I think that that's a really good you know like today I'm stressed because the thing about tapping is you tap like these different pressure points it's acupuncture points and it's very soothing. And so with tapping, it would be, I would say something like today I'm stressed. I don't feel like I have enough time, but I have more than enough time to do what I need to do today. And I love and accept myself. And that would be like my foundational grounding statement. And so I would tap my pressure point, you know, it's like the side of my hand. And then there's one, I mean, you know, you can YouTube it, but there's one in between your eyebrows and on the side of your temples and underneath your eyes. And it's really cool. It's that feels really good helpful. too. It does feel good. It's very self-soothing. And what's funny is actually it was my um, medical doctor who told me about this a couple of years ago because she felt that I, one of the medical issues I was having at the time, she was like, well, have you ever have, are you holding on to bitterness or resentment? And I was like, bitterness or resentment, <laughs> right? Like, of course, aren't we all? And she said, well, you should really think about tapping. And I was just so impressed that she had looked into, there's a lot of science that backs it up. And that, just the fact that she had looked into it and that she recommended it. And so I kind of, eh, you know, whatever, but recently I started doing it. There's a book for kids about it. So I got it for my kids, especially because the world is kind of, we're all, everybody's a little bit anxious right now. There's a lot going on. Sure. Um, and so it's been something that I work with them on. They, you know, they're little, they're six and four, so they're not like super into it, <laughs> but it is a good self-soothing mechanism. And I think what you just said is I, I like that statement because I think that that would fall in line because I, what it's done for me doing the tapping is like, I will form these mantras for myself throughout the week with whatever it is that's happening. I will tell myself statements. And that's so much better than getting caught up in the toxic negativity that I used to be caught up in a long time sure. ago. Where it's like, Oh, 
I hate my body or, you know, I don't have enough time. I'm not good at anything. We can all so easily get caught up in those negative thought loops, Yeah, you know? And it's like, I, there's, there are ways to hack that and there are ways to train our brains. And so we have to have things to say to ourselves and maybe even some acupressure, whatever going along with that, or, you know, or taking, I like the, the calf nap, (laughs) you know, just laying down and being still for a while, you know, and just going, okay, I'm making this choice to be still and clear my brain for right now, because the reality is, yes, we all do have more than enough time, but the more we think about how much time we don't have, we're wasting that time. Well, that's it. You know, and when we get upset, we make mistakes and we can't find our keys and we, you know, we're running around looking for something and we forget things. And, you know, what goes on in my head is like, oh my God, oh my God, I'm never going to get this done. I'm going to be late. It's going to be late. It's going to be mad. Like, and it just, and it like literally spirals out of control. And when I just stop and say, okay, I, I have more than enough time to get everything done today that I need to get done today. It's amazing. And if you tell yourself that two or three times, like at first you're like, okay, this is crap. But then the second time you kind of hear it and then you start feeling yourself Mm -hmm. calm down. So you're actually calming yourself down so that you can function properly. Like, and so when we function properly, guess what? We make fewer mistakes. We get more done. Yes. It's not rocket science. You know, and what do we do for our kids, Erin? Like we do for this, for our kids naturally, like, If my son has a test, I'd be like, okay, just relax. Like you're going to get this done. You're going to figure this out now. Come on, just focus, just focus on your, your homework here. Cause you've got your test tomorrow. You'll be fine. Right. We do that naturally as parents. We can do that for ourselves Go, All right, Sam, calm down. You've got this. You have more than enough time to get what you need to done today. And you can feel yourself have this response of going, all right, I can, because quite frankly, other than if you're getting a brain transplant or a heart transplant, like, you know, what, 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 what really will fall apart if you're late, what really will fall apart if you don't get the permission slip in, you know, like things like that, we get so crazy over all these little things. And it's like, I learned that, you know what, the world is not going to fall apart if you don't have potatoes with your steak, (laughs) like seriously. And if you don't have rice, like the kids, that was so funny because we've had these, these in California, when we have fire season and we have these things called Santa Ana's, they're huge winds. They blow anywhere from 50 to 90 miles an hour. Well, they can turn a little spark into a huge inferno that eats a community in like 10 seconds. So what they do when we have these crazy winds and they either accompany super hot weather or super cold weather and they shut the power off and the power Mm -hmm. goes off for two or three days. So a lot of people have generators, but like me, I don't. So you just suck it up. You either swelter in the heat or freeze in the cold. And last night, all I had left because I couldn't cook anything. The power was out. All I could do is get my gas stove heated, you know, like with my, my fireplace burner thing and I'm like (laughs) light it up. So I put this soup together and it was like, I threw everything I had left in there. And then I handed them like a piece of rye bread with butter. And they were like, what? Like, (laughs) what is this? Like, I'm like, it's rye bread. Like, you know, they're like, well, rye bread should be with peanut butter and jelly. No rye bread can be an accompaniment to anything. And they're like looking at me with stink faces going like, why are we eating rye bread with this? And But we program ourselves into this lunacy of going, we must have 
this, this must be done this way. This should, because I think the word should and the word must need to be eradicated from every bit of languaging you can. Like I must bury a dead body. Okay, I'll give you that one. But everything else other than that, yeah, you know, yeah, and it's and it's inter- it's it's an expectation thing. We set these expectations for ourselves, and like and it, and that is, I think, one one drawback too. When we have these goals, I think we need to make flexible goals when we are setting goals for ourselves because we set expectations like, oh, it's not happening exactly how I want to. But you know who, as you know, as you were talking, shout out to Sandra because you are the one who has taught <laughs> me. me. Like, yes. Yes. You are the one who has helped me chill out when I'm freaking out about a technology issue or like, because weird, when we're stressed, weird stuff will happen and, and things won't work the way, the more stressed and amped up I get, the less things are going to work out for me. I found yes. that to be true. And I remember you saying at one point to me, you were like, just walk away from it. Just walk away, take a break. It'll be there when you come back. And I was like, okay okay and so it was but it's like I needed somebody else to tell me that and so if I can tell myself that (laughs) that's and get used to that and that's where as I learn from you and all of the podcasting you do and all of the media you I mean you are just a master at a lot of things and so that's been helpful for me to go okay if Sandra can do this, I can do this. like the fact that you're you've got power out and you're trying to figure out you know (laughs) how to do the things that you need to do. Like you're making it work and you're making it happen and, and you're still smiling and you look great. So you don't look stressed at all, but yeah. So, but yes, I think it's, it's that flexible. How how can we be flexible with ourselves when we do have goals, you know? And like, even one thing for me is that I don't ever, I used to go pretty hardcore, even with nutrition things, like Mm -hmm. I'm never having sugar ever again, you know, but that's, that's not realistic Monday through Friday. I have my set meals that I make for my family, my set lunches. I eat all the vegetables and all of the nutrient dense foods. But when it comes to the weekend, and I don't like calling it a cheat meal at all, because I think that that's really negative connotation. And it sounds like you're cheating on yourself. You know what I mean? Like that's just kind of a, it's a negative word. And so I like what, what's going to be my treat at the end of the week, because I would much rather have a treat, you know, whether that's a full meal or, um, you know, a good drink that I like, or a good dessert that I like when I'm in this relaxed mode on the weekend, when I can enjoy it, then during the week when I'm all stressed out and I'm just stress eating, you know, when I'm just like, I have to have sugar because I'm stressed, like that's not going to do my body any favors, you know, eating when I'm stressed out. And so I'd much rather, so I have something to look forward to. And so I think setting goals, especially when it comes to nutrition and health or whether it's working out, like how you rewarded yourself with the meal prepping with the, the TV thing, the, yeah. the smart TV, you know, like little things like, what, how can I reward myself for, you know, having my four workouts during the week or how can I, what's something I can look forward to, to top off this week where I have been very nourishing to myself food wise and nutrition wise. And I haven't caved into the stress eating because it is, it is a very real thing when I'm stressed out, it's hard to make good decisions. You know, it's a biological mechanism that works in our brain that way. And so I, I want to go for, you know, whatever candy my kids have been given from people, you know, um, the trick or treat bag or, you know, whatever it is. Um, it's, it's easy for me to grab and eat something when I'm stressed instead of just like stopping and going, you know what I've been, I've been nourishing myself 
really well today. I have done such a good job with nourishing myself. And so sure. So maybe I can stop and think, yeah, I am going to, you know, give myself this piece of candy, whatever it is, or, well, maybe I'll just wait till this weekend because I, I care about, you know, what I'm putting into my body and I care about my state of mind right now. And I know that eating when I'm in a stressed out state, isn't good for my body. And if I'm eating in a stressed out state, it's not going to cause me to absorb much of the food and it might make me feel sick afterwards. So, you know, like kind of having that process well, having that conversation helpful. with yourself before yes. you stuff it in your mouth, like yeah, ha- just stop even having a conversation. Yes, exactly. It makes a big difference because typically we just stuff. And so it's like trying, it's like, you know, mindful eating, I guess is what they'd call it. But yeah, it's being a little bit mindful with all of these things that we're talking about with how we speak to ourselves, with how we give ourselves a break, with how we manage our time. Yeah. It's all, all of that. And moving from, and then I got to wrap it up because we've got only a minute left, but moving yourself from how did this happen to what can I do? That's a really big, we can do a whole episode on those. When something happens, like Erin, you say, how did you you know, drive 35 minutes to borrow somebody's kitchen to sit in electricity and have Wi-Fi and still show up because I didn't sit there and go, you know, how is this happening to me? How did they shut my power off? How does the fires, how blah, 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 blah. that doesn't work. Go right to what, what can I do? So instead of going the how, go to what can I do? What can I do? I called a friend. Can I borrow your kitchen? I need to do a show. It's really important. And I did drag my huge computer, Erin. You you saw a picture of it over here. What can I do? Move from the how to the what. We'll be back again next week on both our shows, Sparking Wholeness. We will be back again next week with another great episode. Thanks for tuning in to Sparking Wholeness. For more on all things related to nutrition for mind, body, and soul, check out my website, sparkingwholeness.com. Don't forget to be kind and subscribe to this show wherever you listen to podcasts. And to be really kind, you can leave a nice review. I like those.